Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 230 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about the surprising link between your pain and your brain, the transformative power of the mind-body connection, and how therapy balls and activations can help you get out of pain for good. Now, today's episode comes from recently published research in the JAMA Network Open, and I'll link to all of the resources and references and studies that I used in today's show notes and description. And technically today's episode comes from my dad. Thanks dad. (laughs) Who sent me this article, which then sent me falling into a rabbit hole of even more evidence that shows that the connection between your brain and your pain is very, very strong. Now I've been saying this and I will continue to say this forever and ever. And that's life without pain is possible. No matter how long it's been, no matter how many diagnoses you might have, no matter what your x-rays or MRIs or scans might say. And I say this not only because I've seen it to be true with clients, but also because research has shown it to be possible. And not just one time, but multiple times. So today is no different. We're going to start off this conversation again with the idea that life without pain is possible. And let's get into how science is finding this to be true as well. So when it comes to pain of really any sort, uh, we've been told that x-rays and MRIs are needed, that they're that best first step, right? You have pain for any period of time. You go to your doctor, probably you end up at an orthopedic surgeon because they are the ones that specialize in joints. They do an MRI and then, oh no, guess what? It shows inflammation. It shows disc issues. It shows ligament changes, like whatever it might be that's all going to come up on your MRI. And especially when it comes to back pain, chances are things are going to come up, right? Maybe again, stenosis, bulging discs, like there are any number of things they're going to show up on the x-ray. They're going to show up definitely in the MRI. And now you're going, wow, I have pain, but I also, I have this issue, right? And I have this structural issue that's probably going to be repaired when I have surgery. Um, Or maybe you're very like, I don't want to have surgery, which is also totally fine. So you opt to not have surgery, but now you're like, well, I'm going to always have pain because I also have this structural problem. Now, for some of you, you may have had surgery to quote unquote repair the issue. And now there's no more structural damage, but why are you still in pain? right? Anyone who's had surgery and still has pain after, you are an example of how fixing the structural issue doesn't always resolve the pain of what is going on. Because there's also, for every person who's had surgery and continues to have pain, there are those of you who have scans that are entirely normal, that show no disc issues, that show no stenosis or anything like that, and yet you still have pain. 
Now, they've done MRI studies on people without back pain. So they took a whole asymptomatic population, did MRIs on everyone. And within this specific study, they found that 52% of the participants had a disc bulge at at least one level. So more than half, 52% of people without back pain have structural issues. So the presence of bulges or protrusions or disc issues in people with low back pain, it might just be coincidental. And the fact that there's no 100% correlation that's found, like it's not true for all people, means that there is the potential that it is simply not true. Now, when it comes to research, they go in with a question, they're trying to answer that question. So it's not like we can say with 100% certainty, like, oh, disc issues and pain are not exactly connected for any reason whatsoever. But what we can say is that, well, research has found they're not always to be a direct connection. So maybe it's something bigger, right? Maybe it's more complicated than we might think. So the study in question that my dad sent me that brought us to today's conversation was published in 2023. And so this specific study was a secondary analysis of clinical trial data, meaning they took a research study that had already happened and they were going back through the data looking for other things. They were looking at the natural language form or the data form that patients submitted, patients specifically with chronic back pain. And these patients were randomized into different groups. So one group was doing what's called pain reprocessing therapy, which is a mindfulness-based stress reduction technique to help you really reorient your relationship with pain. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Another group was a placebo injection control, meaning they got injections that did nothing, right? Maybe it was saline. I'm not exactly sure, but either way, the injection was a placebo. And then there was a group who did the usual care when it comes to back pain. So participants were aged anywhere from 20 to 70 years old. And also what I thought was really interesting about this specific study is that most of the study participants had been experiencing pain for an average of 10 years. And I think that says a lot about our relationship with pain. And I don't exclude myself from this conversation at all, right? How many times do we have pain and then you just kind of wait for it to go away? Or you just accept that it's here, that it's a normal, natural part of aging, and it's just something that you have to deal with, right? When you have pain that's not super debilitating, maybe there's some things that you decide not to do, um, but you're still able to, you know, move around and do the things you want to do, even if it's with pain, like you put up with it. And that's totally normal. And I don't want anyone, this is like a little bit of a side note. I don't want you to feel embarrassed or shameful when you do find something that helps. It's so easy to then be like, man, I wasted so much time. Like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to be worried about the past. Um, We're just looking forward to what that next best step is for you. So if you're already starting to feel a little bit of anxiety about like, wait a minute, like this is possible without surgery to get out of back pain. I want to also package up that shame or embarrassment that might come from waiting a long time to find a resolution for yourself and you're just going to put that on a box and uh, on a shelf and we're just not we're not going to go there okay (laughs) because it happens for everybody it really does and that's not helpful for moving forward but with that aside so back to this research study at pre-treatment and post-treatment 
participants listed their top three perceived causes of pain in their own words. So something like, oh, it was a football injury, or I have bad posture, or I'm really stressed, or whatever that might be. And their pain intensity was measured as a last week average. So over the last week, how would you rate your pain from zero to 10? Zero being no pain, 10 being it was like the worst ever. And so within the responses, the researchers took that data and they categorized and scored everything. They also taught this categorization and scoring algorithm, if you will, to a computer. And both the human analyzed data and the algorithm came up with the same answers, which is really cool too, right? Again, leveraging technology for this to try to kind of like filter out the human biases. So the process was first to have participants in that pain reprocessing therapy to attribute their pain to their mind or their brain. So instead of, I have pain because I have bulging discs, realizing I have pain because my brain believes that we have pain. And that alone is something to really, pun intended, wrap your mind around because your brain is experiencing pain. It's absolutely happening in your brain. And that's not to say that you're not in pain. That's not to say that your pain isn't real. That's not to say that your pain is any less than, but our brain learns pain just like it learns any other skill. So if you are able to say, okay, this pain is not coming from my back, it's coming from my brain, that also then opens you up to the possibility that there is something that you can do about it that isn't necessarily surgery. So what they found was that the participants who were able to attribute their pain to their brain rather than that physical source had a decrease in pain intensity at post-treatment. So literally just by realizing that pain happens in your brain is perceived, it is felt in your brain just as much as it is perceived and felt in your body, people were able to get out of pain and decrease the intensity of their pain, which means they probably were also able to get back to activities, to improve sleep, to play with their kids, like whatever it might be that your pain is currently standing in between you and doing that thing. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So what does this all mean for you, right? Well, like I said at the top of the show, life without pain is absolutely possible, And also too, as I was putting today's episode together, a realization that I had was that 99%, honestly, of what I do is just helping you to feel more safe in your body, 
right? Providing you with tools like therapy balls that are gonna help to calm your nervous system down so it can feel safe. Because we live in a time, especially with technology, where being highly embodied and really present in your body can feel like a lot. And when you have experienced any sort of pain and then layer on that possibly being dismissed by your healthcare providers when you go seek help, it's really easy to start to feel like your body is not a safe place to be, right? I then say, okay, well, you just need to attribute your pain not to your body, but to your brain. I just want to acknowledge there is a lot that is going on here. And it's not straightforward. Also, pain reprocessing therapy, if you Google it, you do this with a psychologist or a therapist, like someone who is well-versed in how the brain works because it is a complex procedure. Actually, that's not even, complex procedure doesn't even really describe it. I'll also link to, um, like, this sounds like they're opening your brain up and doing, it's not like that, but it's work, like anything, right? It's not a quick fix, it's work. Uh, I will link in the show notes as well One of the primary investigators on this is a man named Alan Gordon, and he also wrote a book called The Way Out, which is basically how to do pain reprocessing therapy for yourself. I recommend it to all of my clients, especially those with chronic pain, because it is so, it's so helpful. It's really helpful. There's um, like step-by-steps, here's how you do it as well in the book, and it's a really easy to digest read. So highly recommend. I will link to that in the show notes as well. But again, when I'm saying pain is experiencing your brain, you have an injury and something structural probably happened, right? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but it probably happened. Any healing that's going to occur happens in that first six weeks. And once we get past that first six-week window, any structural healing is done. It's scarred. There's no further healing that is going to happen. So the pain that is still being experienced is again, because your brain has learned when I do that movement, I have pain. You know, when we get up in the morning, we have pain. Like it's a habit just as much as for me picking up my phone and scrolling mindlessly, right? Or whatever habits that you might already have. So the process of unlearning the pain, yes, let's address the structural things, but also is basically reworking a habit in your brain. And if you've ever started a new habit, like brushing your teeth, well, hopefully you're not starting that, but taking vitamins, for example, or I'm just trying to think of habits that I have started to do, like scooping the litter box. I'm really bad about that. And I've talked about that on the show before as well, right? Just as difficult as it is to learn a habit, it's even more challenging, I would say, to unlearn a habit. And the same goes for your brain and pain, right? There's so many opportunities to just be numbed out, to be totally out of tune with your body. And for some of us, I'm a highly sensitive person and being tuned into my body, I'm like hyper aware of how all these things affect. And again, it all kind of leads back to feeling super unsafe in your body. Like it's not a comfortable place to be, like it might feel intimidating or overwhelming because there's all these things going on and you might not understand part of making things less scary and unknown is why I do this show and why I do what I do. And I get it as well, right? Life is super stressful. Pain on top of that makes it even more stressful. And our brain doesn't want to (laughs) forget. I mean, I forget all kinds of things, but learned habits get really, really, really like grooved into your brain and they are hard to change. Think of pain also like a red flag. 
And when your brain and your nervous system have waved that red flag, it's really hard to let go of that unless your brain has a very, very, very good reason to get rid of it. And this is where therapy balls and activations really shine. Okay, so therapy ball massage, this is, yes, going to help to relax the tissue on a structural level, but also it's going to help to calm your nervous system, right? When I say nervous system, I mean your brain and all of the nerves running through your body. And massage does this through touch. So any sort of touch would do. But because you are in control of the sensation, you are in control of the pace, the pressure, all of that, I find it to be less intimidating and less scary than having somebody else touch your body, especially for like a massage. What's coming to mind for me right now is when I was in high school, I was suffering from IT band syndrome. And I was having some ongoing knee pain, of course, like tight hips. You sit at school and then you like go out and play soccer and like, who has time to stretch? Like we definitely weren't talking about that on the team. And I was running down the field and then it felt like I had been like, just like karate chopped with like a hot blade on the side of my knee and I dropped to the field. So of course my mom took me to the physical therapist. I think if we had to go to orthopedic surgeon first to get that physical therapy diagnosis because this was before open access for physical therapy was a thing. But I ended up at the physical therapist and she was working on my IT band. And if you have ever had anybody run their forearm down your IT band, the outside of your thigh, you know how terrible it can be, right? So there's a perfect situation. If we are trying to create physiological safety for the nervous system, for your brain to feel safe, and now somebody outside of us that we don't have control over pace, pressure, position, all of that, is leaning their pressure in, and it hurts like crazy, well, that red flag, now alarm bells are going off, like it doesn't always help, especially if we're in, again, a scenario where your brain has learned the pain, we're just like reinforcing that painful habit. So what I like about the therapy balls, um, I'm like, basically, I'm a control freak. But yeah, it puts you into the driver's seat so that you, again, can control what's going on. And when we're trying to create safety, that's a huge piece of it is being in the driver's seat for yourself. So the touch of the therapy balls helps to calm and relax your nervous system through stretch receptors and sensory receptors, both in your skin, in your fascia, in the muscle bellies themselves. And this really helps your body to relax on a physiological level, like on a cellular level as well. So if all you did was roll, that would be fantastic, right? That's going to help to calm things down. But what happens when you start to move? And that's where the strength building activations come into play. So the purpose of these exercises is not similar. Like it's not like an exercise in the gym where you're going to do three sets of 10 and you're looking to really increase strength and hypertrophy. Like not bad at all. We want to take advantage of this pain-free range of motion and nervous system calm that you've been able to create with the therapy balls to then do the movement right? I roll on my foot and ankle, my foot no longer hurts. And now I do some exercises that mimic movements like walking down the stairs or just walking. And now I'm able to feel them without pain. And my brain goes, oh, that is possible. I forgot. It's not one and done. It's definitely a set it and forget it, but it's not a quick fix, right? You have to keep coming back to retrain that again and again and again and again. It's like any habit that you do. Practice, practice, practice. 
I'm just thinking too of like habit formation. They say it takes like 30 days and that's working on it every single day. And I find that to be true as well with many of my clients is like that first month is super, super impactful in how you are feeling. But even just putting you back in the driver's seat with tools that you can use to empower yourself to move better and feel better is really, really helpful. Now, back to the strength building activations, we're talking like one to three reps, right, of a super basic exercise to really retrain your brain that it is safe to move, that you have the capacity, the strength to get in and out of that specific movement safely. And then that starts to expand the, I think of it almost like a circle of like we think of like a pain-free circle and you do the movements within there, that circle gets like one millimeter bigger. And then the next day you practice again, you do your therapy ball mobilizations, you do their strength building activations, and then that circle gets a little bit bigger. And gradually over time, not only do your tissues get stronger, but that movement, that pain-free movement becomes the new normal. Your brain feels safer and that pain has greatly, greatly diminished. And I'm so grateful too that this mind-body connection is making it even more mainstream Because when I started Move Mavens back in 2019, the Mavens mindset was and still is a lesson inside our Quick Start course. Um, There's an entire section on gratitude and the power that it has um, because gratitude has found to be helpful. Like we know that if we can get your brain and body into a more relaxed place, that you have less pain, that you sleep better. And this specific study is just another iteration of that, right? Another repeat of that, which is also too why, you know, sometimes I say this and people are like, it's not possible. The research has been there for years. And I think that sometimes healthcare professionals choose not to see it, sadly. But you are not just your body, right? You are so much more than just a body. You are so much more than just your brain. And we have to learn how to reintegrate your brain and your body so that they can exist together harmoniously. I grew up teaching at a yoga studio um, here in Los Angeles called Yoga at the Village. And the slogan was introduce your mind to your body. They just might like one another. And that has always stuck with me too, because that is mindful movement, right? Of allowing your brain and your body to become reintegrated in a way that feels really safe and compassionate and restorative even. So I love that, again, this research is making the mainstream that just because you have structural issues doesn't immediately mean that you're going to have pain, which also means the resolutions for having less pain can be not physical, right? That it can, yes, include physical stuff. So I always encourage people to use therapy balls to do those strength building activations, whether that's through mobility assessment or something like the mobility mastery toolkit. But we can't ignore the fact that your brain is in on the game as well and making sure that we are helping to rewire, right, and kind of repackage how you attribute and think about your pain as well. So all that is to say, life without pain is possible. I told you so. No, just kidding. (laughs) But yes, life without pain is possible and it always has been that way and it will continue to be that way. And if you want some support getting to that place, I'm 
always here for you. So the best place to start with that would be with a mobility assessment. It gives me an opportunity to see how you're moving now and then develop a mobility workout plan for you that takes into consideration all of the things and goals that you have for yourself. We'll focus on the areas that will make the most difference for you. And I mean, again, clients message me like a week later, like, oh my gosh, like I feel so much better. I'm like, I know, I know. It's really, really, really powerful stuff. Our brains are super, super powerful. And I feel like we're just starting to really have that conversation in a more mainstream kind of way. So like I mentioned, all of the research studies that I use for today's episode are in the show notes over on aewellness.com. You can also find more information about mobility assessments there if that's something that you are interested in. But I would really love to hear from you and what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. So feel free to take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. You can find me at Hala Fermala. You can find me on TikTok. I'm at AE Wellness. Or you can even leave a voice message to the Body Nerd Hotline over at 818-396-6501. And again, show notes, fun links, free downloads, all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you haven't already, thank you so much for leaving a review. Thank you also for sharing today's episode and subscribing if you are not already subscribed. I know it seems like such a small thing, like does it even matter to leave a five-star review? And the answer is yes, it absolutely does. And I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time to do so. So here's asking better questions, moving more, training our brain, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.